And I'm like, fuck. The Swaloon. The Swaloon. All right. Well, anyways, he's looking. Start the show. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and Happy New Year, Magic Folk, to episode 214 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. No Danny tonight because he is playing... You know, I, I'll, I'll be nice. He's put. He's taking an ice bath. He got fucked up last night. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding, Danny. Just kidding. No, he's uh, he's doing other things. We're guessing playing pool. Probably. It's a safe bet. It's a safe bet. It's Monday nights, and I know that's when the leagues are. But the other two voices are here. First up, we got Big G. Hey, hey. He's over here checking to uh, make sure that he has no cards that aren't on. Because uh, I, I fucked up. <laughs> All right, I fucked up. <laughs> And then over there we have the gold hoarding one, just Anthony. Yeah, that my gold. It's all on the floor now, man. It's just gone. It's it, what, everyone just was taking pieces left and right. Just, just imagine Anthony. Just every time you punched him, you got gold. You'd want to punch Actually, him some more. <laughs> imagine me like the the one fucking enchantment where the guy's spewing out gold after you punch me. Yep. <laughs> oh, the smothering type one. No, 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 no. Smothering type, smothering the type is puking gold. gold. Yeah. Oh, he is puking gold in that one too. Yeah. No, but there's also the there's another one too. Monolog uh, tax? No, he's no, puking no, no. up it's, gems. It's, I'll find it. Just anyways, okay. it's a mono black enchantment. So yeah, uh, punch Anthony, get gold. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad that you decided to join us for this episode, the first one in the year 2024. Have any of you guys fucked up on your paperwork yet? Putting 2023 yet? No, I've actually been surprisingly good on Damn, it. Yeah, high five all around for that. Because yeah. I have not yet either, and I'm surprised. I can't believe you forgot this card. It's greed. Oh, OG Jesus. Yep. Yeah, the told one... you, black enchantment. I missed oh. that. I missed the part when you said black enchantment. It got downgraded to an uncommon in Modern Horizons two. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And people still spam it in the Magic Twitter account. Anyways, thank you for deciding to join us. We're glad that you. Uh, wanted to continue to listen to us or if this is your first time listening to us welcome uh, enjoy the ride uh it is truly inspiring that you all are here we are grateful for the opportunity to bring you the latest updates insights and discussions in the world of magic each week so here's to many more episodes of shared excitement in the community and the realm around magic the gathering we also got to give a big thank you to the patreons of the podcast their generous contributions directly contribute to the success and continued growth of the show their commitment allows us to maintain the quality of the content, explore new avenues, and enhance the podcast experience. Their support isn't just financial. It's a testament to the strong bond that unites us as fellow magic enthusiasts. So with that, we want to say thank you to Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Casey B, Taylor M, Ricky R, Chris O, Ranger Dan, and Crazy Mage. Thank you to each and every one of you. Now, you listening, if you are entertained by or are enjoying the content that we are producing, you don't have to be a Patreon to support us. Going to the podcast app that you are using right now to rate and review us is enough. It helps us tremendously to get us in front of other Magic players' eyeballs. 
in the recommendation feeds. But one of my favorite ways that you can support the podcast is just by word of mouth. Telling your friends your LGS rival about us is good enough. Now, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention our LGS sponsor, J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming. Let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Now, with all that podcast business out of the way, let's go to the breakdown where you're going to hear what you're going to hear this episode. You're Starting gonna out, hear what you're going to hear. You're going to hear what you're going to hear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Starting off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk and talk about some sugar and salt reports and a 10K RCQ in SEGCon. For upcoming events, we're going to... Oh, and there's a Fantasy League update as well. Yep. Then we're going to have some upcoming events, uh, Arena Open and other things. We got... Then we'll jump into the news, starting off with some... Ex- oh, this guy who collected I showed... I don't know if you saw it yet in the Discord, but this guy has one hell of a collection. We're going to talk about that. I haven't seen it yet. Kay. I was working too much today. We're going to talk about the upcoming sets of Murders of Karlov Manor, Ravnica Remastered. Ooh. We got some Secret Lair news and AI Magic news. From there, we'll play everyone's favorite game, the Conjured Currency game, where... Where we're going to start off. Matt, did you read the article this weekend? I did not. No. So, we're going to start a new year, new us. New year, new us. No, that, that one stays the same. Well, that yeah. can stay. I'll yeah, this, is, the record. This, is, this is going to put it down in the in, in the record books in the, in the for archives. For 2023. Yeah, in the archives. And sometime when I take the time to go back and find all the other points that you lost out on, too. All the other points? <laughs> you're going to you're gonna scrub through all the let's previous just, episodes? Let's just... We'll just we'll if put, you scrub through all the previous episodes... And what do tally, I get? And tally up what do I all, get? The, all, the, all the points and stuff that, that we all got? Well, you're going to have a majority of them that are going to be there, so... I know. So I'm going to win. <laughs> I don't know. No, they're... It's just he's what he's gonna do is he's gonna give the potential points and then see how much you truly have failed. Okay. Yeah, that would be the point of doing it. Well, if you do it, let me know. That'd be, and that's all within the last year. In the last year, twenty twenty three. Actually, I think when we did talk, we start doing this? Like think, the summer? I think the mid-summer? game was. I think the game was about mid summers when we decided to do. It Anyways, we were just the like reading. game came around shortly after Hawthorne was born. Because was that. It? Yep. Because it was at that point I was doing a lot of the show notes on Sunday, okay. like back when I was still able to do them more readily. So it's been over a year for the game. The game wow. has been around for over a year. And luckily, has Wade been has been one? here the whole time talking about Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> we, got, we got Wade in the chat here, folks. Uh, with the dungeon <laughs> bosses have some ridiculous skills of their own and figure out the perfectly par- party strategy to oh overtake God. them is a lot of fun. <laughs> Currently, with over 300,000 reviews, Raid Shadow Legends has almost a perfect score on the Play Store. 
Is the Play Store like Sony or is that like Google? Google Play Store? Google Play Store. Store. Uh, The community is growing fast and highly anticipated new faction war features now are live and might even find my squad out there in the arena. Uh, Do we have a squad out in the arena? I don't know. Apparently. uh, You missed the first part. What was the first part? It'd probably be the first, the normal part. The subgents? No, the uh, Raid Shadow Legends. I missed the Raid Shadow Legends. He, it yeah. probably didn't go through. That's what he's getting at, I think. Oh, it's okay. Fun. Well, check your internet, Wade. But so anyway. Moving on. Point let's, is, let's talk about some new events. New year, new event, new season for points. Let's talk about some events. To the Boggle Desk. To the Boggle Desk. You know what? I feel like it's fitting to start with this first. There we go. See, that's what <laughs> he meant. Is. Today's video is anyway. sponsored. Anyway. <laughs> We've, yeah, we'll we already went down that save, track. Save my thing. Already went down that track. Easy. All right, so let's do a fantasy league update. Anthony's a dick. Garrick doesn't know how to read the rules, and that's about it. This is true. <laughs> I am a degenerate. So uh, look at that. That's also the salt report. Anthony's a dick, and plays that was Michael yours. Synth, and off. plays Mycosynth Lattice with Karn. If you didn't want me to have one of the two pieces, you should have took them away from me. Anthony, this isn't. This league isn't about winning. It's about getting points. Listen. How does shutting three of your opponents out of the game get you points? I got eight points that round. That was legitimate. You got five. No, I got eight. That going, I got the five pointer without ramping with anything. That's five points, and winning's three. So I got eight points in that first round. You don't get points for winning. Yeah, you do. It's in the thing. Read the rules. You get points for winning when you do things, not for the actual act of winning. It's in the thing. If you read the rules, you would know. When did we add winning to this? Keegan put it in there. God damn it, Keegan. It's in there. It has it, it has if whoever's Keegan first place gets three. Keegan needs to be decisive on the rules. <sighs> it's in It's in the thing. Anyways, point is, whatever. The point is, the thing is, it was, it's three to one. Th- uh, first place is three. Second place is two. First place is one. Third. Or sorry, third place. I can't talk right Words now. are hard. <laughs> and then fourth place is zero. Anyways, the point was, yes. It was not a thing to do for everybody. But the problem also was no one killed it. So I was like, well, I'm going to do it. I drew the car in that turn. We were on turn four. Six. When the first piece came out, we were on turn four. And it sat there for three turns. Beautifully. Do you know how to count? (laughs) Yeah. Turn one, it came out. Turn two, I got the Phyrexian portal. Turn three from that point, which would have been turn six. So you, you can count to three. I can't count no more. Yeah. yeah. Point is, I'm a dick. Don't worry. I'm going to take Karn out of the deck anyway, so it's not used, so it's not a big deal. Got a quick recap, catch up for anybody who's who's not familiar with the, the Fantasy League that we were talking about there is uh, some friends of ours and Danny uh, worked on making a Fantasy Draft EDH League where there's a, lo- a list of cards that... You have to draft to be able to play in a deck, and then nobody else in the in the season can play with those cards unless they get traded for and stuff. Kind of like actual like fantasy draft for a sport. It's pretty fun. We had our first game the other week, and that's, first well, first two games, first two games, and uh, that's 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 what we're talking about here. Anthony, uh, he drafted a Brea deck. Well, I mean, look, okay. So first off, everyone drafted a deck that they were going to play. Mine was very obvious. My pick three, I think my pick three was. Wade says Anthony's favorite type of magic is making sure you can't play magic. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, his favorite type of magic is here, watch me play with myself. Pick two was a Karn. Pick four was in the Microsoft. Point being, though, is yes, we all picked our stuff. Everyone figured out right away that I was drafting an artifact based deck because the 
first three choices were artifact-based things. Big I, deal. I, sna- I sniped the Urza from underneath him. Well, you had to. I took the Blightsteel. I know looking back, I should have just took the fucking Urza. But I was like, ooh, I like Blightsteel. Blightsteel is good. I like Blightsteel. And I can use it more than one deck. So that's the only reason why I was like, I'm going to take this over Urza. Yep. Colorless card, man. But yes. No, I, I picked Karn right away because no one picked it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't want no one to use Megasmith last against me if I can't get it. <laughs> And then that's when a lot of hatred came out from people, and I understood. Everything snowballed. Everything snowballed out of control, and I'll be taking Karn out of the Braid deck anyway, so it'll be fine. Pretty sure uh, we're we're all agreeing upon season two of uh, the the league is going to... Besides Karn's going to get banned for sure. Yeah, just straight up. We're also going to do a lot more because we've learned that majority of people in our group are not able to be gentlemen. I was like, yeah, that's fair. Yep, yep. I played a very gentlemanly game round two, sir. Says the rule breaker. As the one that broke the rule to have five cards <laughs> hey, in a specific hey, deck. I'm going to point read. out that the only rule I actually broke was the universes beyond. I didn't put in the cheating soul ring. <laughs> yeah, so that's the whole point. We're so just going to be very clerical on reading. I, con- I confined myself to my deck type and colors at least and wanted to play more elf things. Okay? All right. Cool. Cool. You That's get a fair. cookie. You want a ginger snap or chocolate chip cookie? Ooh, ginger snap, please. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was I drafted the cards I was going to play. You were going to see it sooner or later. So so a quick more context on that comment <laughs> is uh, in the league, universes beyond uncards, anti-cards are not allowed. They're just straight up banned along with yep. a handful of other banned cards. Fast mana, soul rings banned, uh, basalt zero monolith. Co- zero coxins are yep. power nine. I mean, moxins fall in power nine and stuff. So all, all those are banned. So uh, the the list is w- more fluid. It kind it follows partially the uh, commander uh, yep. ban list, but just kind of expanded out. Okay, so it's in the first page, and I asked Keegan about that right away. Anyways, about the we winning were, points, about the points thing, and he said we're just going to go with the because I had a question about some other things that we have for rules, and like he said, we're not going to do certain things that were put in the listing for like the one v one stuff because we weren't sure how to do that yet. Okay. So I asked him during that time. So, but it, it's in here that does say first place is three seconds because originally it was just two points for a win, zero points for a loss. And then I asked him about an end draw and I asked him about that. And I said, well, are you guys going to, do you want to still do it that way? Like, what are we doing for that along with this 1v1 stuff? And that was like after you guys had left. Gotcha. And that's when he told me, he's like, no, we're just going to leave this stuff in there, but like, we'll just go off of like first, second, third, fourth. And I was like, okay. But like I said, the, the winning doesn't matter for like how many points you get because it's not going to really like if we technically do what six games six or seven games total like you can't be the first place player all the time which means that's not going to help you win a game right <laughs> or win the season yeah c- uh, compared to some of these uh, so achievements where they're worth five points you do a thing yes and like I said I'm taking Karn out because I feel bad <laughs> I mean I don't feel bad for being who I am I just feel bad <laughs> for the fact that that's not fair to everybody else either and I'm like eh it happened. I drew Karn. I was like, I guess I have to now. That's the thing. You don't. But I need to do the what I need to do, man. You don't need to lock everyone out of the game. I don't. But speaking of which, <laughs> let's talk about some event results. Well, I had one piece of sugar. Hurry up with your sugar. It's really fast. So Chris O, this weekend. Yep. He finally beat a, beat us all in a game that we're playing on spell table. Has he not before? He is. He said that. He said that uh, he has never won a game with us playing playing uh, commander on spell table. Really? This is the first time he ever did, and it was with his new uh, Avicen. 
He was with his Avison deck. Yeah. He was posting about it on his TikTok. So, and he was excited. And I and I I said that's awesome. And I wanted to make sure I put that in this episode because uh that's once again, that is awesome. That we have people in our dis in a Discord that play spell table that are not us winning. And specifically not me or Matt. Mainly just me. Oh shit, that actually was quick. All right, there cool. you go. Anyways, let's go to the events. So let's talk about some modern because you know it's been a little while. I love modern. While. Modern. We've we've uh, has it changed much? <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about the 10K RCQ modern from SEGCon Cincinnati. This Woo-hoo. is back from when was the date? The seventh. So here we go. Back Top. from the seventh. Back from the seventh. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I was trying to make it seem like it was so long ago. Back, it back, was, back from the basics. Yesterday. All right. So the top four on the metagame summary, according to MTG Goldfish. Reminder: um, Sometimes decks are labeled differently than what they are. So take all this with a grain of salt. But here we go. Crashing Footfalls decks took up sixteen decks total, covering thirteen point six percent of the meta. Amulet Titan. 11.9% with 14 decks. Merktide Region decks, 11% with 13. And then Yogmoth decks covering 10 decks and 8.5% of metagame. Now, and we're just going to do the quick metagame summary stuff. Okay. We're not going to go into the yeah. top four decks yeah. because I don't think those have changed all that much. Not really. Other than the basics, like. Hey, that four-color deck. Hey, that one deck doesn't have Fury anymore. It doesn't have Fury. Hey, that one deck doesn't have Up to Beans deck. <laughs> yep. So, uh, most played cards, Ragavan, Lightning Bolt, Force of Negation, and Endurance. And in the same order, 125 copies for Ragavan, 27% of the decks. Lightning Bolt has 117, 31% of the decks. Force of Negation, 116, 30% of the decks. And Endurance, 115, 39% of the decks. Now, if you're paying attention at home, two of those cards have already been talked about for the top creature spots. So Ragavan and Endurance, same stats. Orcish Bowmasters, 111, covering 24% of the meta decks. And Tishana's Tidebender. Binder. Binder, bender, binder, bender. Whatever. The more gender bender. Whatever. Anyway, 104 covering 25% of the decks. And guess what? The top two spots in the top plate spells have already been covered with Lightning Bolt and Force and Negation covering the same stats. And this is where the one ring comes in at 112 copies and 27% of the decks. And Chalice of the Void, 99 copies, 43% of the decks. And Ooh. one thing I would like to bring up Chalice on the Lord is of the... jumping up. Right? That's awesome. Uh, so the one ring, I was running across TikTok. Yeah. And there was one that came up. If it's called the one ring, how many fucking copies are you playing in your goddamn deck? <laughs> Thematically. Like, I was like, that's that's good. That's a right. good argument. That's Fucking true. throw but that yeah, at so, the next person that plays the one ring at you multiple right? times. So kind of just... You just, you wanted, just don't see it. Wanted to do a quick look, see how, uh, see how Modern's doing since that banning. It looks like some of the deck, like just kind of the order of the decks that... Ha- had been kind of taking up a good chunk of the meta, have uh, jumped down a little bit, like mainly looking at Rakdos Scam right now. Hey, man, they're still trying to scam that, with that. Hey, that thing. one's, it's still up there. It's yeah, 8.5% with 10 copies. But then I'm sitting here trying to, like, 
I don't see the like 100% hey this is the the five color elemental oh, money deck. pile yeah Omnath like, money pile is kind of dead yeah so there's that just I, a just a quick check in on the modern front I do want to say that uh, according to goldfish here it looks like the highest played Rakdos scam deck was a 5-2 by Zachary Weaver uh, compared to like the six O's and six ones yep. of Merc Tide, Rhinos, five color creativity. Ooh, and stuff. creativity might make a comeback. And yeah, I don't know. They got uh nothing really they got, special. They got stuff and things in there. I mean they're just it it's it just a pivot to go to Shielder pretty much now. Yeah. Yep. Which is main. fine. It's a good card. They're running Magus and uh, Magus and a single copy of Blood Moon in the yep. main. So yeah, a couple on the sides too. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hidetsugu consumes all in this hey, side. Hey, look. It's but I don't know back. if that's, I don't know and if that's then taking over. And they got the new the, card, uh, Molten Collapse, which is your nice optional card for things. So that's kind of good. One main, one side. Yeah. All right. So that, that's, okay. that's what they're doing. Okay. All right. But then let's talk about some upcoming stuff. Uh, so first off, we really haven't gotten any true updates when it comes to uh, Magic on Chicago. Um I know they've started releasing things like the ticket bundles and everything like that. So, yep. you know, get your tickets if you're going, all that kind of stuff. But uh, they haven't released too much new information as of the last four weeks, yeah. roughly, since the last time we talked about it. Yep, yep. As far as I know. So let's jump over yep, to yep. talking about some Arena Open. So the Lost Caverns of Ixalan. This will be January 20th through the 21st. Two weeks. So... This is your chance to win a large set of prizes, a large range of prizes, and including up to $2,000 plus an invitation to February Qualifier Weekend. Okay, now just a couple of things to get out of the way like we talk about every single time. Uh, these are the yes. few important details that you need to know. One, you need to be 18 or older to participate. You're winning money. You have to be of legal age. You need to be have a regional eligibility restrictions apply, meaning... Uh, if you're outside of the scope of being able to play and win the prize money, you can't necessarily play in this. Now, if you're receiving monetary rewards, you do have to have a Wizards DCI or iPayout account. And the iPayout accounts cannot be created in advance. And then there, of course, is the official terms and conditions that nobody ever reads are available to read. One of the things in there, if I'm not mistaken, reads? is uh, Wassie gets to take your cards, bend you over, and give you a little tap on the butt there for that. You shove them over your butt like a pineapple? No, no, no they just tap you on the butt for it. Oh. But anyway, day Scaring one me. of the Arena Open is Saturday, January 20th, and this will have both the best of one and best of three for Lost Caverns of Ixalan sealed. Matches will be using a 30-minute match timer for each player. Now, best of one matches, you have to have seven wins to earn you the invitation to day two. Best of three, you need four wins to earn the invitation to day two. Now, as a reminder, you can earn as many day two invitations as you want, but you can really only use one of them. So just get your one and do something nice for somebody random. I don't know. Get him a candy cane. Anyway, here we go. So the event will open at on January 20th at 6 a.m. specifically Pacific time, and sign-up will close on January 21st at 3 a.m. specifically Pacific time. You'll have three hours to complete your current run, but if you aren't able to join, you won't be able to join after the deadline. Matches will progress 
will be allowed to finish, or matches in progress will be allowed to finish. Day one ends at on January 21st at 6 a.m. specifically Pacific time, and no new matches may begin after this. Entry fee, 25K in gold or 5K in gems. Now, this is both for the best of one and the best of three. Um, again, that's the format, best of one or best of three, Lost Caverns and Vixalon sealed. Um, you can do best of one, which you can do. You will be done playing either at seven wins or three losses. Best of three, either four wins or one loss. Now, you will get an entry reward of some beautiful, beautiful sleeves. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're beautiful. <laughs> I was giving it a moment just in case it was heard, oh. the sirens. Because, you know, yeah, Matt, Matt Matt's house is on fire, clearly. My house is on fire. <laughs> this place is hot, man. All right, so you get some some of the wonderful Ixalan. This, was this the guest artist one or just the alt art one? The alt art one. Yeah, there we go. Of uh, Quintirius Cade. Caned. Caned. There, there we go. Um, so it's that really kind of psychedelic-y looking elephant. It's very epic. The showcase stuff. Yes, sir. So now let's get into some of the prize talk for day one. So you get seven wins. You get that day two invitation. You get 5,000 gems. You get six wins, 2,500 gems, five wins. You get 1,000, zero to four wins. You get nothing. You get goose eggs. Get the hell out of here. Well, you get that card back at least. Yeah, well, yeah, you get the sleeves. Yeah. And you can enter again. Yeah. <laughs> and you can give it another shot. And lose right. some more. So, best of Take my three. Money, best of three winners. If you get four wins, you get that day two token and 6,000 gems. Three wins, 5,000. Two wins, 3,000. <clears> One win, 1,500. Zero wins, you get nothing, just like your amount of wins. Now, let's talk some day two of the Arena Open. Now, as a reminder, you to play in day two, you need a day two token. You can't use multiple tokens, so just Get your one and be done. So there we go. Uh, so again, this there will be two best of three draft competitions on day two using 30-minute match timers for each player. Now, day two players entered into draft one will draft at the beginning of the day. The entry period for draft one is 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., specifically Pacific time, and players will have until 12 p.m., specifically Pacific time, to complete four matches. Now, Draft 1 features four guaranteed matches. Achieving a record of 3-1 and one or 4-0 and zero in Draft 1 will earn you a Draft 2 entry token. Players with four wins will carry forward an extra loss pip, no. making their Draft 2 double elimination. Now, players with three wins in Draft 1 will have a single elimination event. So, like we said, try to go unlosing, and uh, you know, you get extra benefits from it. I guess that's the best way to describe it. So, now prize our day two draft one prizes: four wins gets you that double elimination token for draft two; three wins, single elimination token for draft two; two wins, two thousand five hundred tokens; one win. 1,500 tokens, zero wins. This one, you actually get to walk away with something. 
500 tokens. Now, draft two will start and be from the time period of 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., specifically Pacific time, and you will have until 6 p.m. on January 21st, specifically Pacific time, to finish all of your matches. And that's all the other information you need for that. So let's get into the prize breakdown. Four wins uh, off of day two draft two gets you $2,000 and a February qualifier invitation. And then three wins gets you $1,000 and that same invitation. Two wins gets you $500 and that February qualifier weekend invitation. One win, you only get to walk away with 15K in gems. Only. Zero wins. Your participation trophy is 5,000 gems. Boo-hoo. I know, right? Damn. So, um, and then there's always the uh, frequently asked question section of the page. This comes from the mothership itself. So if you got any questions, make sure to head on over there. Check out the details in more greater detail. Now, shall we go to the news? Das News? Das News. Das News. <laughs> Can't say that Das News. <laughs> das, das News? Das News. Matt, start us off. Yeah, you really want to talk about the wild card collection here. Okay, so uh, we're starting off the news <clears throat> section with a cool community spotlight. Meet Redditor Domitron23, who posted his MTG project onto Reddit, which is a very intense project. I'll pull it up right here for those watching live. Whoop. So here we have uh, titled Momir Basic 30-Year Collection in Paper. He states, quote, Today I finished up a project I've been working on for over five years now. I have put together a collection of every creature printed in the first 30 years of Magic the Gathering and organized it by mana value so you can play paper games of Momir Basic. Each card is sleeved in a color corresponding to its mana value. One drops are black, three drops are blue, eight drops are white, etc. There is only one printing of each card included, usually the cheapest for the sake of my pockets, and altogether this totals to 13,531 creatures. Wow. There are a couple of exclusions. I decided it wasn't uh, I wasn't interested in any unset creatures or any universes beyond projects. So there's no Big Furry Monsters or Zangief the Red Cyclone. Universes within versions are included, though. So while I didn't have Zangief, I did have uh, Marika, Brutal Gladiator, uh, which is the yep. universes within version. I counted the two D&D sets as universes within products. Also, I don't have special one-off cards like Shinchi Fukujin Dragon for obvious reasons. I think that was that special event dragon yeah. that they did like in the late nineties. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they just that's fine. It's very hard to find. Uh miscellaneous <laughs> silly stuff like the playtest cards from Mystery Boosters are also excluded. The problem with making Momir basic and paper is that Watsi are always printing so many new cards, it's impossible to keep up up i had to draw a line in the sand somewhere and the upcoming 30th anniversary seemed like an appropriate place to cap off the collection alpha was released in august of 1993 and so the 30-year mark would fall in august of 2023 the closest product released to that date was march of the machine aftermath 
Lord of the Rings was closer, but excluded for being a universes beyond product. So the collection spans from Alpha to Aftermath, which works nicely as it's close to a major narrative arc with uh, close to the end of a major narrative arc with the st- within the story of Magic the Gathering. Currently, everything is organized alphabetically. I just want to make sure that the collection was complete, which was quite difficult for a project of this size. I bet you can't name a creature, and I don't have it in there, as long as it's within the 30-year time frame and not excluded. Uh, has this kind of thing ever been done before? Question mark, he is asking. I'd love to see Paper Momir basic setups and that other people have put together or any other epic projects that have come together. So, yes, this guy has three night three three drawer nightstands that are all full of creatures nice okay uh did you look at the picture the next picture on there did you see the price of it yeah ah oh, damn i was going to ask you take a guess see if you're going to low ball or high ball no i looked at that so for uh 15,000 13,531 cards roughly valued as of yesterday uh it was like early this morning actually when he posted this 43,436 dollars for that whole collection. Yeah, it's pretty nice. That is dedication. <clears throat> Garrett, I don't know. I think this kind of makes your 32 challenge look like peanuts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I guarantee it. Jesus. Because, well, here, let's... I don't think I... I don't think it comes up and pulls up like a, hey, here's, here's how much um, this folder of your decks is worth. It doesn't. Okay, I was about to say, while you're pulling that up, we got Casey saying, the cheapest printing? Fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't It doesn't uh, give me, like, uh, when I'm looking at my, my decks, it doesn't give me, like, a, hey, this is how much price you have. So uh, that, yeah, that is an impressive feat. A five-year project for, for 13,500 cards is kind of ridiculous. Right. And I don't know, just wanted to start off the, the New Year news section with something cool like that. Uh, link down below so that way you can give this guy all the, the Reddit karma that you want. But he takes pictures of each hey, drawer. Hey, I, I can go, I can check that post out at school. You can, you have Reddit at read school. That. You don't got other magic sites, but you got, Re- you got Reddit. I know. Which is so bizarre because Reddit is just like, has a bunch of not school appropriate things on there. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, look look at these pictures. Like, if if you're listening to this, take your time. The link is going to be down below. It's fucking wild. Like this level of dedication to doing a magic project. Yeah, kudos. I like it. I think it's really awesome. It just makes me really badly want to have us put a cube together so bad. Oh man, cube. I'm still listen. I'm still for it. Worst cube ever. Of just like having that one like apprentice wizard thing that's like a seven drop one one just and that's it just you just pick like like alternatively worse cards like you have doomblade and you pick something that's worse than doomblade at sorcery speed there we go like that's a, that's the whole concept of the cube like like I I've, I think I've mentioned it on the show before it was something from like uh, Lloyd Ray runs Friday nights like series they did they made a joke about that and did it in their you know series. And ever since I've ever seen that, I'm just like, God, that'd be fucking great to play, though. It's clever. Like, take all the bad cards that you have, and you use them. We also need to get our cube back from Joey and see what's in there and see if we can update it for anything fun. Anywho, 
moving on to the next section if we're done. Yep. All right, we got to talk about some murders at Karlov Manor. Coming from the Watsi homepage itself, for everything that you need to know. Murlov, murders at Karlov Manor unravel the mystery in a city that needs investigating. You're the one on the job. Find out who committed the murders at Karlov Manor before you become their next victim with a release date of February 9th of this year. It's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. Okay. So here's some cool things that they're going to have that you can get for different card types of like, you know, frame styles and everything. They got the ink, the visible ink dossier cards. Um, those are the ones they mentioned before where, like, if you have the right shine, the foil, you'll see, like, little extra messages added on, everything else. They have their showcase magnified cards. Um, these are the ones that we talked about before with the magnified glass that is, like, zooming in on the picture and also has it around the uh, card symbol. Um, these look really beautiful. Once again, we're getting serialized showcase cards from the characters. Uh, a lot of them are going to be at a low count. So this is one that if there's... A lot of product being sold. These serialized cards are going to be worth a bit more since they'll be harder to find. Um, so like an example they gave was the new Aurelia, the law above. She is of 250 copies. And then, of course, we have some more special guest cards, which the one they showed off is the new Crashing Footballs uh, extended art. Which looks really cool. I dig it a lot. It's, uh, it's definitely not just a rhino. It is a beast of a monster. It's a... Crash of Rhinos? Or Crash of Footballs, one of the two, you know? Well, a, a pack of Rhinos is called a Crash. I know that. No. <sighs> I get it. You're making a good joke. I know, and you just you just trampled <laughs> over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You got the indestructible on your right. Four more jokes, and you get the card. Hey! Yeah, got two more. Get it? Get it? Because they're four fours. Yeah. Oh, shit. With four suspend counters. Anyhow, uh, all right. This will also be introducing for the first time the play boosters, uh, starting with the release of Murders of Karlov Manor. Set and draft boosters are becoming are being combined into a new type of product called the play booster, taking the play of draft boosters and the fun of opening experience of set boosters. Play boosters are both rewarding opening experience and a playable and a limited format. So, long story short, these might be pretty bananas for new boosters. Yeah, the since they for... they have like increased amount of rarities and stuff like in there. No, I mean like not increased in the sense, but like you'll see more. You, yeah, you're gonna see more <clears throat> uncommons, and you have a higher chance of rares because yeah. So you might open a... you might open a pack like versus the normal thing where it's the last thing is a mythic or rare, and then the possible foil could be whatever. This is gonna be you might have you might open a pack with four rares in it. Let me, let me see if I can remember this. You get six commons. One list slot, which could be a rare. Could be a rare. And they also uh, shrunk the list from like their 300 card list to, was it a a 68? Yeah, it's so small. It's it's double digits now. Yeah, it's it's small. Yeah, 68 cards of the list that will show up in the rarity of the card that it is. So if it's a list card that shows up, I think. Sorry, what were you saying? The list. Thank you. The list. It's been a year. It's it's been almost a year. It's yeah. been almost a year since. <laughs> um, so then there's three uncommons. There is the rare slots. Then there is a special slot, which could be it's like the booster fun. Yep. And that could be like their showcase thing, or yeah, whatever. And that and there's an unfo- a non foil and a foil one. And I 
there's the uh, support card is what they're calling it now instead of the add the token add card. token helper or art card. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like you said, one to six commons. Uh, the seventh slot is the list common, or list card. List list or common. Yeah, it could be a list or a common. So seven commons or the list card. It's the seventh slot. Uh, recapping eight to ten uncommons, which that's still a lot. Eleventh is your normal rare mythic. Slot twelve is basic land. Slot thirteen is your non foil wild card, which anything. Yep. And then slot fourteen is your foil wild card. So yeah, but realistically though, yeah, you could possibly open with the with the list slot. You could open possibly four rare mythic higher stuff. I think I think the chances Which to have cool. four rares in a pack is like super low. I think it's like point oh three percent or point oh something percent. Hey moderator, you should block that person. Ah. The let's, fuck? Let's uh, get rid of this. No, we don't want to reply. Delete. Boop. Get out of here. Get out of here, you fuck. Get out of here with your your thick <clears throat> feed. Spamming. Spam shit. God damn them. Anywho. So yeah, uh if you want like I said, you can go to the the main site for like explaining the stuff if you want the details. It's great. All right, and moving on to the next part of it. The product lineup that you'll get to have, of course, are your play booster boxes. You get collector booster boxes. Um, you have your four commander decks that are coming that we've talked about multiple times, which all look really cool. And also for all you merfolk lovers out there, you have a bant merfolk now. Um, Yay. <laughs> Yay, fishies. Um, there's also going to be the bundle, which now with the nine play boosters, uh, bundles are a great way to experience the set with a box full of boosters and lands to build murder mystery inspired decks plus bundle exclusive accessories. I don't know if they've talked about all the exclusives yet. I don't remember if we even talked about that. Which like exclusive the, the new the new bundles with their their exclusive no. accessory pieces. No. Okay, we haven't talked. So they, we'll they find out. Announced it yet. Okay, so we'll find that out later. Um, and then of course we have the pre release kits as well, um, which of course will be February second for the first pre release stuff that you can do. And I don't think they announced it. Didn't they announce something about a special die for this at all? There's the missing 16 on yes. an image. Oh, <clears throat> shit. Oh, okay. And that's... Keep, keep going. Is that on all the dice, or is that going to be like on a special die thing? I that think they that's about? just a product picture that they used for that. So, and then, of course, you have Magic the Gathering Clue slash Cluedo, where it's magic meets clue. It's not just who did it, where, and with what. It's a battle of wits. The whodunit game Clue also comes as Cluedo, in some parts of the world, joins magic in an exciting murder mystery set on the plane of Ravnica. Thanks, Hasbro. Biggest thing about this, though, is if you get it, you get one of the signature shock lands inside your clue box. Buy them all! <laughs> Buy them all, try to get one of each. <laughs> or just wait for someone else to open them all. But no, there's some really cool fucking cards they showed off for this. So, like, the they have the pipe, lead pipe, you know, so... Uh, and then you get Senator Peacock. Senator Peacock? Which she looks really fucking cool for a card. Um, yeah. I'm buying it. I'm going to get one just because this is like a cool, unique thing. I might buy two to have like one I'll save just because that'd be kind of nice to do that because it's something the, like the, special, just like the Warhammer decks I haven't opened yet. The typical though magic I, player response I'll buy two so I could play with one and keep the others for later resell. 
I mean, I'll tell you right now, if I could get like a good deal on like all four of the surge foiled like Warhammer decks, I would get those and I would open my ones I have. But until then, I might not open the four that I got. They're just normal. But yeah, I mean, like this is really cool. Like this is a fucking this is granted I'm wrong. Like I'm not super stoked about like the equipment, like the lead pipe and stuff of like that so much. I'm more excited about the characters and what they're going to be like. Are you telling as me Ravnica based stuff? You don't want to equip a, a, <clears throat> a an almighty bushwag with a lead pipe. <laughs> no, I want to equip Fibblethip with a lead pipe. There we go. Fibblethip with a lead pipe. Because when he does something, quack, 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 he'll be gone all of a sudden. You won't know who did the murder then. <laughs> wait, wait. Does Norn the Weary state when an activated ability is activated as well or is it just when a spell is cast? Because you give Norn the lead pipe. <laughs> Oh, I know for sure it's spell. Yeah, I know. I'll double check it. Spell or attack. Attack. So So you can you you give him the lead pipe, but when he attacks, he drops the lead pipe. He drops the lead pipe. So he's never the murderer. He's always scared. Oh my god. He's always scared. Uh, So yeah, you have that, and then of course uh, we have our updated stuff we got coming. So there's the story that's going to be January second to the fifteenth. We have the sixteenth to the twenty fifth. We'll start getting some card previews. February 2nd through the 8th will be pre-release events starting. February 6th, Magic Arena release. And then you have the 9th, which will be the official release. And then you have the 9th to the 11th of February, which is open house. And then the 23rd, which will be the Ravnica Clue Edition release date. So anyone out there that wants to get me a birthday gift, my birthday is the 19th. Friday sounds pretty good that day. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Moving on. Well, um, and that's what we got. So with a couple things with murder of yeah. Karloff Manor. Second story did come out. Uh, note here real quick. The Magic Story podcast officially done by Wizards of the Coast. They are doing the story where they have, I can't remember their names. Like Heather, reviewing on stuff? Yeah, Heather Ooh. and um, I can't remember the other lady's name. I haven't listened to this one uh, where they're going over the stories. Second thing, thing I had to bring up because of the die, uh, the, the spin down die. Uh, there's apparently online clues that you can start sleuthing together, and one of the things from was the official posted magic, like from the Twitter o- site or the X official site? magic site, Twitter. We have yeah, magic this little guy captioned, "Hey, little guy, what you got there?" And it's a uh, a mole with clearly an imposed bit of a map on there that has a grid pattern on it that has uh, it says red wastes. And scar. First off, I have a bit of a problem with this picture they did. Because if you see below the mole's map he's holding, there's water coming out of that fucking drain. Yeah. That map would be fucked. Well, you can tell that the map is not like part of the actual <laughs> I know. I'm just Sarah, saying, though, that's a bad place for that map. fucking horrible critic. I'm just saying. They should have put the map in his other hand, possibly, so, or something. I don't know. We're not 100% positive. No. If... Uh, this feels like it ties up with the whole missing die thing because the the, the number missing on the die was brought up by Ben Blewise and yep. Blake Rasmussen on Twitter replied, hmm, that is odd. Ooh, it's like, so it odd. Makes, it makes you like, hmm. Oh. So, yeah. yeah That's got, exciting. Yeah, follow the magic Twitter yeah. for clues. Sleuthing around. A couple, couple comments. Uh, All praise the mole god. Paddington would look excellent on this dude. Oh, God, I cannot wait for that. I so, cannot wait for that one. Here's someone that says, why does the map look so out of place? Yeah, it's supposed to be. Because it is. Is that little buddy from Bloomborough? Can I please pet him and hug him? Oh, 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 Vraska. I see a V everywhere. I don't know. I think it's just a grid. 
So they got grids. See if you could, if you're if you're one of those ARG people. I think Watsi is trying to do an ARG with it, this. It feels like they're mm. trying to uh, rectify the Dragon's Maze thing and how badly that failed back in the day. It's so bad that yeah. I don't even remember the full thing of that. Oh, don't worry about it. All right. Well, let's jump to some Ravnica remastered since that is coming out officially this weekend. Yeah. So. Just in case uh, you weren't privy to the knowledge, you haven't been paying attention, you've been out of internet service for months? Uh, anyway. No. Uh, <laughs> Ravnica Remastered is just a collection of mostly Ravnica cards uh, that Watsi decided, you know what says Ravnica? These cards. Including some other stuff too. Um, but... This is what you're looking forward to. If you're looking to buy some stuff, you've got two options. And don't worry, I'll get I'll get to that part. It's easier to talk about that stuff when I get to the breakdown of stuff. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Well, let's go. I already see the questioning look on Matt's face. Just let him sit over there. Yeah. Thank you. you do you. I'm just making sure I got <clears> the <throat> so pulled up to You've got draft boosters and you've got collectors boosters. Yeah. No play boosters yet. No play boosters. Thank God. Okay. Not for this one. So let's talk about the contents of these puppies, these Mac daddies, if you will. In the draft boosters. You mean the Mac daddies? No, the Mac daddies are the collector's boosters. Oh, yeah. the Mac daddies are yeah. the collector boosters. Okay, okay. These are just the little daddies. <laughs> little daddies. <laughs> All right, little so you get, you get one slot that will be a rare or mythical rare. This can also include the retro or borderless anime uh, rare or mythics in some packs. Then you have one mana fixing card. So this will be either a guild gate or a signet, or in 9% of packs, a shockland or a chromatic lantern. I love that. You will get three <laughs> uncommons, one uncommon or retro common or uncommon, and then nine commons. Um, it is of note that... Every draft booster contains one retro frame, common, uncommon, rare, and or mythic. And the traditional foil card of any rarity replaces a common at 33% of the packs. Ooh, buddy. So there's that. Now, well, what about the Mac Daddies? No, Mac Daddies. Let's uh, jump on down there to the Mac Daddies. Oh, boy. You're going to have right. to pull up the special menu to get the Mac Daddy. That's yeah, right. buddy. That's right. All right, so the Mac Daddies. <laughs> the Mac Daddies here, one of those slots is going to be a foil alt art frame, rare or mythic, or a retro serialized rare or mythic. Oh, God. And then one more slot there for a non-foil borderless anime or shockland rare or mythic. Oh, my goodness. Then one more slot for a non-foil retro rare or mythic. Oh. And then a traditional foil, rare or mythic slot. And then a traditional foil, retro or borderless, common or uncommon. It's getting really hot in here right now. <laughs> Two non-foil retro or borderless commons or uncommons. One traditional foil, artifact or land. Now this can be a common, an uncommon, or a rare. God damn. And three traditional foil, uncommons. Four traditional foil commons, and one traditional foil double-sided token card. 
Fuck, that's a lot of double sides. No, the double hold rainbow. On, on. Before you continue, now oh. is your chance, dear listener, to change your panties after that. <laughs> True. <laughs> also, <laughs> you might be able to find this. Uh, we might put this on OnlyFans. I'm here, sure it'll be somewhere. Recording. Just a recording for you. That's it. Listen to Big listen to Big G talk about the Mac Daddy contents. Maybe that's what we got to do is we just got to get like ASMRs of us reading booster packs and stuff. <laughs> um, a new market. So one note on this one is the double rainbow foil retro serialized card or traditional foil retro. Where is, what is the, God fucking damn it. Sometimes they put notes on things that don't need to be there. God fucking damn it. It's just supposed to, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to note for like the serialized card. Yeah. Retro. Okay. Whatever. So before we get into some of the stats and everything, um, so there are going to be serialized cards. These will be all retro frames. Um, we've talked about three of the ones that have for sure been released. Um, obviously at this point you can put together more of what will be because all of the shocks get one get serialized cards and then some other cards do but the three we've talked about as soon as they've been released niv visit birds of paradise and steam Mints. so those are the ones we've talked about the most because those are the ones we've known about the longest am i crazy yes. or is arclight phoenix also was that announced as a serialized card or am i just thinking of birds of paradise as you're just arclight. thinking you might you're just thinking, thinking of birds. birds they never announced that part all okay. right so, so sorry phoenix fans <laughs> So then uh, there are 30 borderless cards in an anime art style taking inspiration from War of the Spark. Um, these cards will be um, available in non-foil and traditional foil in both the draft and collector's boosters. Um, so of note, Steam Vents and Hollowed Fountain. So, oh, that's just so shocking that they'd put those there too. Right? Holy Christ. And then some of the borderless cards. Uh, so you got things like uh, Lord of the Void and Bruvac. Hey, Matt, we got to get some new Bruvacs, dog. Go up, go up. So go these, up. there it is. There are forty borderless cards in Ravnica Remastered, twenty-three rares and seventeen mythic rares for those of you keeping home oh. count at home. Um, so there's that. Now, fucking love it. Let's scroll down all the way to the bottom here. We'll get into some of the stats here. Okay, so for the for the draft boosters, so some of you heard that mana slots, that mana fixing piece. So the one mana slot card. <laughs> I love it. 50. <laughs> sorry, the little daddies. Little, for the little daddies. For the little daddy packs. Little daddy packs. Notice how my voice is not as deep, but it does get a little deeper when we're talking about little daddy. Little daddy. Little daddy. Little daddy. All right, cool. Little daddy. Wade's creaming right now. I just know it. <laughs> He's going to be listening. All right, oh, so. little daddy. 58% of the time, you're going to get a guild gate. That's going to be a common. Um, 33. Hold on, hold on. A guild gate? You get a guild gate 58% of the time? 58% should, of the time. Should, should we you just like insert the, 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 the sm- ass smacking sounds there for that? Sorry. 58% of the times you get a, yourself a guild gate. Just a guild That's going to be the most common. Yeah. And 33% of the time, I'm going to hit you with that signet in an uncommon fashion. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Now, oh yeah, percent <laughs> of the time you're gonna get a chromatic lantern or a shock land, which is are both rares. So, but if you get the chromatic lantern, it's way fucking better, dude. Chromatic lanterns are still holding their value. I that, know like, seven buck area, and they've been what printed two times now on Ravnica sets. Yeah, not counting the newest ones coming. 
and then yep. at least three other times now. I swear point. to God, if they don't have Kermanic Lantern and Car- murders at Carlisle Manor, I'm going to be upset. They're not going <laughs> to. Why would they? Because they should. It's just a staple. They need to keep reprinting <laughs> into oblivion somehow where it doesn't. How does it not get reprinted into oblivion? So the reason I bring up this mana slot is because something unique to the Ravnica remastered is there is no basic land slot. Yeah. They have replaced it with this mana fixing spot. So where you get the guild gate, you get the signet, or you get the shock land. So for all you drafters out there, thank wizards for helping fix mana. Right. All right. Now let's talk about the Mac Daddies. <laughs> oh, the Mac Daddies. I'm going to hit you with these numbers really fast and really hard, so... You better sit yourself down. Lay down if you need to. Aye, Poppy. All right, so <laughs> oh, mama so we talk, yeah. we talk about that first slot where it can be a traditional retro frame foil mythic or rare. Uh, this is also where the traditional foil borderless rare or mythic rare or the serialized cards can be. Now, yeah. 51% or 55.2% of the time, you're going to get a traditional foil retro frame rare. 5.3% of the time, you're going to get a foil retro frame mythic rare. 10.6% of the time, you are going to get a traditional foil retro frame collector's booster exclusive rare. 2.1% of the time, you are going to get one of the foil retro frame collector booster exclusive mythic rare cards. 13.4% of the time, you're going to be getting a traditional foil borderless anime rare card. 1.4% of the time, you're going to get a traditional foil borderless anime planeswalker mythic rare. 4% of the time, you're going to get a foil borderless anime mythic rare. 7% of the time, you're going to get a foil borderless shock land rare. And 1% of the time, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, the 1%. You'll get this double rainbow. Double rainbow all across the sky. Yeah, yeah. You're so impressed. Foil retro frame serialized card. There you go. Did your eyes glaze over on that one as well, too? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great time. There's a lot of percentages. I feel like I was just talking to my students about their actual (laughs) education there for a moment. I was just waiting for a key moment to do something cool. That was all. All right, so, and then... I'll look at this later. I'm not going to bore you guys with the rest of it, but it gives you the full break. (laughs) I don't want our audience to glaze over going, God damn it, who the fuck let him have a microphone again? God. This fucking teacher keeps telling us... Just, God damn it. His students don't want to listen to him, and we don't want to listen to him here either. Only when he talks in the Mac Daddy voice. Yeah, talking about that Mac Daddy shit. No, yeah. yeah. So hold on. <laughs> now they got to change their panties again. Sorry. Hey, so, you know what? That's their fucking problem. So if if you <laughs> want to, if you are a numbers person, you love the numbers, you love the breakdowns of percentage. Uh, go ahead and go to the mothership and go. Yeah, read the article. Go read the article. See what's up. It's always it's always enjoyable. But really, right. realistically, I just need to know what's my chances for one of them fucking serialized cards. 1%. Fuck yeah. All right, Matt. Talk about these secret layer prints. Secret oh, layer. Boy. Okay. This is bullshit. This is a wild story. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, starting mm-hmm. off with uh, the other week, Wizards made a post up on their page. Not that one. No, it said not that one. Wizards made a post, uh, like a, a marketing post for uh, Return to the Ravnica Remastered with a picture of some shock lands. Let's see. 
th- I don't know if they deleted the original post when they made their thing here. I'd hope not. They left it up for, I think they did. Oh, they left it. That means that I'd have to find a picture elsewhere online because people definitely snapshot that. So the the original photo, uh, marketing photo that Wizards posted on their Twitter page was of, yeah, yeah, yeah was of um like showcasing some of the shockland cards in like what looked like a is it kind of library and stuff there's like a little barometer gauge on there and the the shocklands were just is this for the ai stuff this is for the ai dude you're yeah, supposed to be doing secret, secret layer, layer. i'm secret ai layer? stuff oh you dungle God. i didn't listen <laughs> You didn't listen. I've been segued perfectly. Talk he about did. this secret layer prints. Well, you better mark it down for another thing Matt fucked up for the new year. Start it off. Okay, secret layers. Start off strong and fucking sunk it hard. Oh, my God. This one's going to be quick. Uh, last <laughs> last week, uh, Wizards made a post. I was so embarrassed. Uh, speeding up the secret layer you better, shipping. You better keep that shit in the, in the, main, the main one. Yeah, you better keep it in. It's staying in. God damn it. Thank you for cel- uh, quote from the, the article of speeding up secret layer shipping. Thank you for celebrating more than four years of secret layer with us. All as with all products and services, we're constantly listening to feedback. And one piece of feedback we're overwhelmingly hearing is that you want to have secret layer drops in hand more quickly starting in 2024 and to expedite shipping and reduced wait times for receiving some of the wildest treatments in magic secret layer is officially shifting from a print-to-demand model to a limited print run model for most of the product line there may still be some expectations wherein secret layer drops continue to be print-to-demand for an ordering window but moving forward you should expect that most drops will be pre-printed and therefore be able to ship out and reach you more quickly once you place your order Practically speaking, this means that some products may sell out before the end date. However, it also means waiting significantly less time for the order of secret layer drops arriving at your doorstep. While popular secret layer drops may sell out fast, we now have four years of secret layer sales data to base our print run numbers on, and we're aiming to get as close to the overall demand as possible. The results should be that most players will get what they want faster. We're excited to see these changes, and as always, appreciate your feedback. So, yeah. Speed it up. All right, let me get on my soapbox here. Soapbox. Let me get on my soapbox here. I would like to say this is the wrong way to take, hey, we want to get our cards sooner. Simply because they are going to create an artificial scarcity. Yep. Because if they are... These are no longer print-to-demand. It takes away the the intrigue of the secret layers. Well, it also takes away the model that they took from the whole, like, baseball cards yeah. and football. Like, you're taking away the whole thing of it where it's stupid. Like, no, print-to-demand. Like, I don't need like, my stuff that soon. Just fucking well, send it. That's all you got to do. And here's the thing. Over the course of the f- four years, they've actually, the times that it's taking you to get your cards has lessened. Well, yeah, they figured out the, they figured out the equation that goes, okay, it runs this long. We print a demand during that time. We send out where, during that time. Where here's the thing: in the you, last cutout you dates, wanna, you want to update your print to demand a little bit and get like reward the first 500 people with, "Hey, your stuff is going to get to you sooner." Yeah. Do some kind of hybrid where it's print to demand and also pre-printed, where you pre-print 500 copies of 
a specific secret layer or all the secret layers, whatever. And then like because the, you know you're going to sell at least 500 yeah. more often than not. So okay. like the first 500 just get like a serialized copy pretty much. Not of even that. that. Value? They just they just get them sooner. Oh yeah. Type of a thing, and then make the rest print to demand. Yeah. Because here's the thing that I completely forgot to do last night. Look at that. I had a whole window to order my Doctor, Doctor Who's. Who's. <laughs> oh, no, Garrett. And you didn't do it. I forgot to do oh, it. Oh, no, Garrett. Where at least this time, I can only blame myself. Yeah, we're I missed, the, I missed that, the, and I also missed out on the Secretversary stuff, too. Where, where this one will oh. be a, I have to buy those cards secondhand. Yep. Which also is a, a small, like, throw-in, too. If anyone, like, besides me out of the group here, or anyone listening, too, if you like to look at the secondary market of secret layers and stuff like that, uh, some go is nuts. Go check out the on TCG player. Just go check out the Dungeon and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Like, how much has that gone down? Huh, up? Huh, fucking, it's gone up, dude. There's like for the foil. So the foil is like thir- originally was like what thirty nine. No, th- or was that, that special? A, that would have been a forty nine one. Forty nine one. Okay, yeah. so that one's gone up on uh, some markets. Uh, so this is just the regular. Hmm. The regular has gone up. Foil. Oh, that one's foil. That's foil. I know, but go down and go see what's being sold for like certain ones. Like, just go down, go down. Unopened recent latest yeah. sale data uh, as of the sixth, two on the fifth, two nineteen, two oh nine, one eighty nine. It's been. But the thing dry. is, like, it jumps from like a couple of them being reasonable to straight up three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, and you'll find this exact same type of price range on the non foil too, which is silly. That's nuts. So like. This must have been a very small amount that was pre-ordered or uh, print-to-demand ordered. But still, though, like, I was sitting there like literally a month ago, like before going into December, I was looking at this and thinking like, oh, I want to buy like one of these because I didn't get it. And it was sitting at like 80 bucks. And I was like, oh, that's not that bad. I think I could do that. Now it's this much. And I'm like, well, I fucked that up pretty good. So, I mean, they're clearly doing a good job. So there's no point to really do this other thing that they're going to do. But... Once again, though, that's the thing. I mean, you can buy cards individually. Yeah. Which realistically, out of that, out of the collection, like I really just wanted like uh, Zank the Paladin and also uh, Edwin, which is the Fortel Commander guy, and then like Zank the Paladin is supposed to be the Exalted Auras guy for Commander. Like those are the only two I really wanted badly. But like, and then you once can buy again, them individually. I'll just buy them on the secondary market. But if you buy them on the secondary market, yeah, I'm on gonna... the foil versions, I think it did the math. Like it's over the price of what the uh, secret layer thing is for like a package bundle. The, so in other words, what you're saying is I need to like notify myself quick of this one. Well, yeah, because you just don't know like what the the print run really became because you can get if you missed it, you missed it. You can get notified by going to TCG Sniper. We'll get we'll to talk that, to that. Sir. Calm it down. <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> we, so, we call that we call that is, a tease in the industry. The point is like you didn't even Garrett, fucking tease it. You just outright said it. Yeah, that's not you need more. to learn how to tease. Sir. Yeah, you learn to tease. Like it'd be like this. You know, we know some people that could help you with that. That's where you and tease it. And then we move on. And then we move on. But you didn't do that. And now we're hung up on this part. Once again, we're... Matt's just dropping the ball. Anyway, so I don't know. This whole thing, like, <laughs> of switching the model from print-to-demand to pre-printing is just, it's fucking ridiculous. I was talking with my buddy at work about this yeah. when they announced it the day of, and I was like, we had that same thought of, like, well, there goes the scarce. There is an artificial scarcity to it now. Mind you, 
I've lessened up on going, hey, I need that. I need every single secret layer. I go, yeah, the FOMO, the fucking FOMO. I need the, like, I want this, like, I want the Doctor Who one so I could make more, like, a Doctor Who deck where it does all the things. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I feel feel the same way. Like, there's a lot of things, like, I liked. Like, this last, for example, the Secretversity stuff. Yeah. Like, realistically, the only things I really wanted out of the Secretversity, but I kept, like, kind of like back and forth and then that's when I forgot because I didn't fucking look at it for a week and forgot when it was ending. But like the things I wanted the most was the Galaxy one. Chris and, got those and they look fucking beautiful yeah. even on spell table. And that's where it's like I might still try to get one of those like aftermarket valued ones which they fuck it just whatever. But the other thing was like the Tomb Raider one in foil or non-foil whatever. Just those are like the two I really wanted the most. The Jurassic Park stuff was like I've wanted it really bad but like all those cards were reprints of stuff that I already have four copies of or more, and I'm like, I don't need more copies of this card, even for how cool it is. And, like, even all the Ian Malcolm stuff, like, it was really cool. But realistically, the only Ian Malcolm things you really need to get would be the secret card that it came with, which is the Chaos Warp for Chaos Theory, and then, of course, him as Tassiger. Like, those are the two arts that you, the two cards you really needed. But the other stuff I didn't need. So it's like, yeah. Casey's right. They need more basic land secret layers. Yes, they do. Like, I want to have... I want to have some cool ones like they do with the like all text ones, like do more cool things like that with the with but basics. I don't know. I I'm I'm sure it, like I'm not their target person on this, so yeah. I don't know. I I miss the, I'm gonna miss the ability to. There's a four week window to consider buying versus now it's almost the day of. You have to buy it the day of. It looks better for when like. Uh, for for a company when products sell out yeah, then fast. you know print to demand large amounts it's like hey we printed this because that way they can like reduce on their overcost they did state i, I want to emphasize this that they have four years of secret layer buying data i feel that they would be able to judge appropriately if they had like you know like they did another omg kitties drop that they'd be able to be like that one was a popular one they're doing if have you not seen it yet is that fake because no. I didn't see anything on the Secret Lair site or on it any on of the, the Twitter pages. Are you talking about the dog? The dog Back. one. So the person I, that posted that is also the same fucker that did the, the Studio the Ghibli. The same fucker. The same one that did the Studio Ghibli. They got a lot of people believing that there's a Studio Ghibli Secret Lair. And that was faked. Ah, oh, goddammit. So I'm I'm not, until it's officially on one so of I'm their not, pages. I'm not going to hold my breath then. You don't hold your I, breath I on the dog I saw it real quick as I, was it's the make, same. as I was cleaning up the... The kitchen for supper. Yes, because I did check on that before, because that was one thing I was going to talk about here. If that was there, I'm like, speaking of secret layers, they just announced one as well. We don't know. So if you see anyway. a doggy, uh, like a Ren and Siri flip one, currently as of recording tonight, secret layer Twitter, magic Twitter, uh, and like the homepage have not shown, said anything about yep. a Ren and Siri dog cat secret yep. layer. Yep. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, we got anything else on this one? They got the data. I'm confident, but I'm always optimistic when it comes to stuff like this. Danny, if he was here, he'd be poo-pooing on a lot of heart. He's like, the company's not going to give a shit about this. But I'm like, they got four years of data for this. I think that they're going to have enough. And like worst case scenario, if they like overprint for a thing, maybe we'll get like festival in a box kind of thing. They'll throw 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 extra pieces and stuff. Yeah, they put them into Magic Cons. That'd be great. Maybe that's like one of the things. It's like we have Magic 
conventions that we're going to, we're going to print a demand, and we're now going to have the extras that people will hey, buy. you didn't get this secret layer? This could possibly be in your Black Lotus bundle. There you go. Or whatever bundle thing you get. So I'm, com- I'm confident that they're going to print enough that people and are going to And prize wall to- stuff. It would also be good for prize wall stuff, too, then, for the, if they have yeah. the extra... And that's why I'm confident that I don't think it's as big of a deal as people are make. The the fact that there are scalpers, like it's hard it's hard to fight against the scalper argument because that is a thing in all card communities for drops and stuff. Like Everything. if there's a limit if there's a limited print run on it, scalpers are gonna get in with their bots. And that's gonna be the one thing that would be really hard we gotta like critique Watsi on and how well they do their online sale of that yes. to keep multiple bots from well, buying just, the shit out of just it. Just like two years ago with the whole Ammon calendar thing that as well. Uh, more well, more recent times. I time, am so was... thankful for you on that one, man. <laughs> You're welcome. I got you, boo. But yeah, it was just that type of stuff dealing with that. So yeah, well, so but I'm I'm confident on secret layer that they're going to print a lot there. It's concerning, yes, but I'm optimistic. Yeah, they got numbers. They got numbers, and they're Spe- they're fucking data driven. Speaking of numbers, 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 numbers. Let's talk about some AI. What are the numbers, Mason? What yeah. do they mean? Yeah. Do you want to like continue with your little uh, intro part to the AI stuff, and I'll finish it off, since you're like really enthused about it. I, it the whole go thing ahead, was. Go ahead. You might as well start it with for me, and I'll just I'll bring in the the old tweet, and I'll bring in the extra piece we haven't on we don't have on our uh, thing. Yeah, Ugh, I should have been looking this up the whole time. Then you clearly should have. Should have been. We were talking other All things. Right. The just get your it. whole thing going, okay? Okay. So Wizards made a post the other week about uh, marketing. Yep. Coming for uh, uh, Ravnica Remastered. They made a picture and they're like, ah, get excited. All this stuff is coming. We got Shocklands and Retroform coming. The picture that they used, people made some quick comments like, something about this doesn't look right. Yeah, there's something wrong with this uh, Steam dial over here. There's something wrong with this book and the pages it has. There's something. So it was was key marketing, a lot of things on, or people are commenting like key things on like stuff that. They saw that looks really fucking weird in this piece of art, and from uh, I mean, do you want to like comment some pieces here before I read the whole tweet? Okay, so the art is like again, it's very steampunk, very is it looking? They got like a, a little barometer meter, like a, a yep, pressure meter a off to the side, uh, with uh, old school candescent light bulbs on a machine. The cards are like propped up against it. There's vials in the back. And the light bulbs again are candescent, and then all the cords coming out of the machines. That it's steampunk, is it? Yeah. Or look at the link down below if you if you're not good at imagining. Yeah, get an imagination. But yeah, the point is like they know the things that look like similar things to what AI art has done, where like it doesn't fully render into like a full like where things go or how things should be. Like you have these minor details of wrong pieces melding together or like components that are. They you're, they're legible on the barometer, and they get the higher level of the barometer. You can't read a damn thing on that thing. Yeah, where an artist would normally wouldn't have that problem because they would make everything clear cut and decisive. Yes. So wizards on their main account for Twitter put out there as a five part piece too. Uh, well, we made a mistake earlier when we said that a marketing image we posted was not created using AI. Oh, you missed the fact that they doubled down on that. Oh, they doubled down hard. They, they're like. Uh, <laughs> We got to rewind. Remember when we talked on the podcast? Oh, yeah, we're talking about, about no, no. Discord. We were talking about this. No, no, no. But even on an episode, we oh, did, yeah, 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 we yeah. talked about yeah. how they made a comment about like that they want to how how we, we commented on the timing of this. Wizards uh, before the holiday break made a comment post about saying that they're not going to be using AI. 
yeah. for their stuff. They well, because it was the after artist. it was after the whole uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Well, wasn't it also a part of the uh, the Wayfarer's Bobble Part Two? No, no, that was someone deliberately ripping off someone else's art. No, I know that, but they didn't they also like kind of like put behind that they're also they're sticking to the whole like human art only type thing. Yes, I think they put a little bit of an edge on that part of it. Yes, it wasn't completely, but yes, it we did couple, talk about. There's it a where... couple factors that like led to them making the comment saying yeah. that they want to support artists and not AI because they believe that this artists is what, we is what magic is. Yeah, and then they laid off a few uh, key art. Uh, uh, employees, yeah, for the D and D stuff afterwards. But um, but anyways, uh, going to the next part. As you, our diligent community, pointed out, it looks like some AI components that are now popping up in the industry standards tools, like Photoshop, crept into our marketing create creative. Even if a human did the work to create the overall image, while the art came from a vendor, it's on us to make sure that we are living up to our promise to support the amazing human ingenuity that makes magic great. We already made clear that we require artists, writers, and creative creatives contributing to the magic TCG to refrain from using AI-generated tools to create final magic products. Now we're reevalu or now we're evaluating how we work with vendors on creative beyond our products, like these marketing images, to make sure that we are living up to those values. To which then this is a thing that just exploded to a bunch of different people commenting of choices, of course, like you know, who cares to like really on the side of like making sure it's better. But here's the other thing though. This whole issue that came up has also had a magic artist resign. Yeah. Big one. A big one too. Known as and his name is Dave Raposa. Yes. Uh he resigned. This is from the article on MTG Rocks. Um, him basically just talking about his stuff of like uh going he you know, he rephrases or uh, ref, uh basically repeats the whole thing of like Wizards thing. And his part he puts is, and just like that, poof, I'm done working for Wizards of the Coast. You can't say you stand against this, then blatantly use AI to promote your products. Email sent. Goodbye, you all. Um, he also had a second, okay, here it is, a second part to his post that he put up about this as well. Also, to be clear, I'm quitting because they took a moral stand against AI art like a week ago and then did this. If they said they were going to use AI, that's a different story. But they want to grandstand like heroes and also put this. That's goofball shit I won't support. Oh, and the other yeah. thing about uh, Dave Raposa, if I can pull it up fast enough in our Discord. because oh, like, I got it. Couple you art, got it. A couple yeah. of notable so we were, arts. And we were talking about this over the weekend even. And that's why I was reading a bunch of this anyways too. Uh, a couple notable cards that people will know. Uh, Forbidden Alchemy that came out in Dark Ascension, uh, Green Sun Zenith in Scars of Mirrodin, Lazav Demir Mastermind in Return to Ravnica, and Gideon Champion of Justice also in Return to Ravnica. Some just like very, I don't know, very magic art. Yeah. Like he's he's very notable for what he's done. Like, I think he has like 231 pieces. Yes. He has, he, he has a lot. He's a... Uh, He's not a part of like the original crew. He's more towards that uh, early two thousands jump in. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I could be wrong though too on that. But like you, you know, but said once again, you have somebody that has a high collection of pieces, and has done very well in the game, and has also had some very like key cards for like tournament playing stuff showing up. And because of this stand of where they're at, he said, "Fuck it, I'm done." And tell you the truth, I mean, I I can support that. Granted, I understand, like I said, some people say like they don't care so much about the AI stuff. But here's the thing. If this is a product that I'm going to buy or any of us are going to buy, and we, we do it mainly also as a piece of the art being so important for us, why would you not 
right off the bat just be like very intensive on this thing of knowing that AI stuff exists. So make sure you're letting that into your good art. 67 cards is what he did. I was wrong. 67, not 231. Like Matt that. dropping the ball again. I know. <laughs> but no, but the original Thought Scour, like one of the fucking best pieces out of the original Innistrad block. One of the best. I mean, like, this is key. Like, man, come on. And, like, he also did a lot of stuff with Lord of the Rings. He did all the Planeswalkers for the uh, last uh, Ravnica, or not Ravnica, Zendikar. Zendikar set that we had. So, I mean. Even in, did the altar Steadfast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, the superhero Johnny Steadfast that came out in a secret lair. Like, he has some bangers of art. Like, I didn't realize that until I looked up some of his stuff. It's Seance, like. Seance, Skin Render. Some good shit. Yeah. Some very, very good, gruesome Stuffy type. Stuffy doll. Did Blanca. Yeah, I did Blanc from Street Fighter. That was a big thing, too, for that roster of cards he's done. I mean, like I said, he's he's done pieces that are really phenomenal pieces across the board for, you know, competitive play to a lot of your EDH stuff slash commander and, like, you know, just your friendly tabletop stuff you want to play with. So, but, yeah, I, I kind of agree with him on that. Like, you said it a week ago, and then you fucking go and use an art piece like that because you failed to do your job and not get your shit straight. So Watsi made an update to their uh, generative AI tools and magic on the 7th yesterday that they posted. Thanks to our diligent community who pointed out a series of recent marketing images may have included elements of generative AI. We are rethinking our process of how we work with vendors for making our marketing. We already made it clear that we require artists, writers, and creatives contributing to Magic TCG to refrain from using AI generative tools to create final Magic products. What's now apparent is that we need to update the way we work with vendors on creative uh, creative beyond our products, like marketing images we use on social media, to make sure that we, we're we supporting the amazing human ingenuity that is so important to Magic. So making it clear, they're, they're really just... The, the thing that they... they got to work on their double-checking. Well, yeah, it, it, making it clear with the can, artists that they're working with. Yeah, you can say to, whatever you want, but like the reality is like it just comes back to double, triple-checking. Whatever it is that you need to do, just make sure before things get released. It's no different than like in the fucking media. If they have a news story or something that's going to get recorded, don't you double check your facts before you say something instead of look like a fucking fool? Post it live. You know, a couple slip ups is fine. But, you know, with Wizards having in recent memory, like very, this last year with Wayfarer's Bobble, yeah. having, a mis- uh, having a slip like that. Wayfarer's are, Bobble are, from, are, the, uh, from Cute to Brute. Keep Double Commander deck, you yeah. had the Nicobolus image that got reused. You had the OG one from the uh, Crux of Fates from the, not yeah. Strixhaven. Yeah, it was the Strixhaven. Yep. Strixhaven, Strixhaven archive. Yep. archive one. Like, they've had a lot of issues in the past year almost even, just to say, instead of like, I was about to say like in the last two years, but the reality is like, just in the past year, we've had a lot of issues with art stuff. Not just AI art, but like, reusing art, using someone else's art, like stealing shit. What, I mean, like, How? Uh, I yeah. get it's a big I get it's a big task to do stuff, but I mean, uh, they get the art a lot sooner than we do. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. It's it's tough to say, and especially like on the end of the artist, you know, um, for some of those ones that uh, took uh, art from other artists to put into theirs, you know, like their excuses, like, "Hey, we're on crunch time," and I was just like doing thing that I thought would just make it easier. It's like the artist is on crunch time. It's like that's not an excuse. You're an artist. That's your job. You probably should be a little more honed into your stuff. I don't know. I want to give some like benefit of the doubt to the artists as well. Like maybe they're contracted. Like so, so a lot of the artists they're not like 
under Watsy's payroll. They're no, they're I get under that. their their um, what's the word I'm looking for? Freelance and stuff. Yeah. So it's like there's different like rules and stuff that they got to follow with that, and maybe like because of that they can give like extra workloads. I I want to sympathize with the fact that maybe Watsy just gave some artists a lot. You know, when it came to you know the fact that he's like, yeah, I took the art from someone else. Not a good excuse. Not a good excuse. No. You got to fucking work on your time management. But I will acknowledge the fact that artists can get burnt out and stuff. And oh, I get so, that. Yeah. Like, and using AI tools. Like, AI tools are something that everybody's, everybody and their grandma are fucking using right now. Well, fuck. If so, you use AI tools, maybe you should double-check your stuff, too, then. That, Once again. <laughs> words right out of my mouth right there yep. is what I was leading Double-check it, man. Double-check everything you're doing. Watsy should double-check everything they get. Yeah. If you have a situation where everyone's triple-checking shit, guess what? It'll probably be okay. I'd argue the fact that I think, yeah, the community outcry was loud. Watsy had to acknowledge it. Yep. I'm glad that they did, you know, and they're like making this. And I hope that this is like a good, like, from an optimistic standpoint, from an optimistic standpoint, this is a much better turnaround compared to some of the other ones we've seen in the past. 100%. Like, that's great. It just, it just sucks though. Like I said, the, the downside of this whole thing is it just sucks to see that you have a artist that actually had some really good pieces that were throughout. You know, a good span of like 15 years of magic. And we're not going to get any more from him. And as of right now, most likely he might not come back. Yeah. Maybe down the road it could change. It could change where, you know, it's like maybe I, you know, not saying I overreact. Like the idea of like I overreacted to what this was, but I might have, I might have been a little overzealous on my reaction and realized like, you know, okay, I see they're trying to fix things. I can accept that. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, just just fucking check your shit, guys. That's all it is. AI is at the worst spot it'll ever be going forward right now, today. It's going to keep true. getting better. Yeah, we'll get there one day. But you know what? We'll really get there when Garrett needs to play the game with you, Matt. <laughs> so I hope you're ready to start the newest year of Guess That for the kind of currency. We gotta come up with a good name for this. Isn't Conjured Currency good enough? No, that that's the Conjured Currency game. I mean, it's just the Conjured Currency game. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the podcast where we're gonna play the weekly winners Conjured Ooh. Currency game, Cha-ching. where we have three to four cards that are moving up and down in price, and three to four cards that are moving up in price. That's right, I said it backwards, but we're gonna talk about the cards that are moving up in price first, and with that comes the game piece of it. I will tell Matt what the card is, what set it is from, what the card does, and how much it has gone up and down, well, up in this case, Um, and then a few more stats here and there, and he needs to tell me the format and the deck that is causing this card to go up. That way, I'm covering my my bases when it's a non-commander set. There's generally a deck that makes a card go up. And for Commander, uh, you know, you got to give me an idea. A realm of correct of at least the Commander. Yeah, what Commander? Yeah. So, this is where we start. <gasps> Let's talk about the sixth edition of Cursed Totem. Going up 92%, sitting at $23.49. As of Thursday, this article was released on a Thursday. Ooh, early. Wow. Yeah. So... They must have had some weekend plans. Must have. Uh, <laughs> so as a note, we uh, we read this article on Monday. We play the game on Monday. So there might be some changes. So let's cover some of those changes now. Yeah. 
The average price, which is what people are trying to sell the card for, is $24.14. The market price, which is what people are buying it for, $3.31. And the European average, €5.20. This card is legal in Legacy, Modern, Vintage, and Commander. And Oathbreaker. And Oathbreaker. We will always include Oathbreaker. All-time all low, all low, $0.83. Cents. All-time high, $44.95. Now, this does have other printing, so the 6th edition, which is what we're currently talking about. It also has a Mirage a, and a Modern Horizons 2, as well as a pre-release copy of said Modern Horizons 2. And there is a World Championships deck version of this card as well. Yeah. Okay. Now... For two generic mana, you get an artifact that reads, activated abilities of creatures can't be activated. That's okay. all I'm giving you. Okay. Yeah. So I Name do- the format. Okay. And you get a half a point for each thing correct. Ooh. Okay. Hey, quick thing. On a side note, though, uh, if you roll up to the, uh, the pricing things. So since I've been on the podcast, I can remember this very well, this is the first time that I've ever noticed that the European average is more than the like buying average of people. Oh, and I think I know the reason for that here. So, anyways, that's your... just a random thing. Sorry. Okay. So format. Uh, more uh, the the big thing about this card is that it uh was it, it got legal in modern because of Modern Horizons two was Correct. not legal Correct. before that. Uh huh. So yeah. yeah. Modern. Maybe I'm just going to go modern is secondary and just stick with my gut and say legacy is the main reason. And primarily because of the comment that you made of the European average being more of this okay. ver- of this version. Because in Europe, legacy is a, a large event over there, large format. So you're going legacy? Oh, my God. I'm going to shoot myself in the fucking it's, I know. Um, Lock it in your thing. What, yeah, what you, deck? You pick a thing. Okay. What uh, type of deck? What... Well, the thing is, is like this is just a sideboard piece in a lot of different decks that they're citing in for. Uh, like Yogg is a big thing that uh, with the ban or the banning of Fury, a lot of people were expecting Yogg to be in one of the top decks, and this stops Yoggmoth from doing its thing. Along with, um... oh, what is the other fucking? Yeah, that guy. That guy, and, and that. I don't know. Locking in modern side piece for like a handful of decks because it's an artifact. Modern. You're going modern. Modern. So modern. that's the format. Modern, bridge. and the reason why, I mean, point me at your own discretion, but it's in a variety of sideboards. That is it. It's not a main board. It's just a sideboard piece, and they're probably going to highlight the fact that Yogmoth is it. You know what's really fun? going to be pissed if they say fucking Legacy and I talk myself out of this shit because of the fucking, like, elves and the fucking tab combos. There is this one fucking... Oh, my God. Is it fucking Legacy? You know what's really fun about this game? When I get to just fucking make you go off. For is it a no fucking reason. goose egg? Is it a goose egg? <laughs> make you go off for no reason because you got the full point. Good job. Finally gets the full point. And also, I can't believe you took my comment that was not even directed at all for legacy or anything. Well, the thing you almost used that to talk yourself off the edge again. Well, it's not not just that. Uh, like, oh no, uh, sorry, three being- yourself. To jump that edge, I, I was watching some videos of like Thraben, you and Bosch and Roll, and they were talking <laughs> okay, okay, of okay. like having that as they're playing like Legacy and stuff, and they're they're uh, doing like user submitted decks that they touch up and stuff to to, okay. to make them better. And like, I'm just gonna, okay. Matt, I'm gonna give Hold you on. a freebie of life. Hold on, if I ever make a comment about something with prices and things, 
it literally has nothing to do with what you think it probably really does. He's I'm just forget, making. He's gonna forget that. I know. Still gonna it's go just a comment it. I made. So, so I get the full point. You get one full point so far. Okay. Yes. This is where the track stops. Yeah. So you got it right. It was modern. Mainly Yogg is the reason why. Because he's going to talk himself out of the rest of them. He always so. will. All right. So Gix, Yogg Math. Yogg Math. Math. Yag Math. Yag Math. You got some Yag Math over there? Is that a new... Uh, you get some Yag Math hey. over there with the casserole? Anyway, hey, Yogg Math. Yogg Math Praetor. Uh, coming out of Brothers War. Okay. Went up 74%. Sitting at eleven dollars seventy three cents as of Thursday. Okay, now this card average price sixteen dollars. Market price fifteen fifty seven or fifty four. Foils nineteen forty eight. European average seven euro eight eighty four cents. Sorry, all time low four dollars ninety five cents. All time high twenty one. All, you're telling me all time low is just four bucks on this card? Five bucks. It's almost five dollars. Five bucks. Four ninety five. Wow. Here I thought I got lowered it. All time high. I like twenty one thirty five. I like okay. this card, by the way. All right. Good. Uh, it Glad. does have a pre release version, a promo pack version with that stamp, and then it does have the uh, the extended the art. extended borderless art. It's got the extended what? It is legal in everything except for popper and breaker. <laughs> No, it's legal in Oathbreaker. He just said everything, everything except Oathbreaker. We got we to gotta emphasize Oathbreaker. You need to open up but your you listening ears. Shut up. We get it. Oathbreaker is going to always be mentioned. For one generic and two black, you get a legendary Phyrexian Praetor that reads, whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents, it con- its controller pays one life. If they do, they draw a card. And for four generic and three black, you may discard X cards, exile the top X cards of target opponent's library. You may play land cards from there and cast spells among the exiled cards without paying their mana cost. Yeah, play them cards. There's all the details I'm giving you, sir. Yeah. Name the format. Lock it in. Standard. Name the deck. Mono black. Okay. Uh, mono black specifically, like it, it's arranged stuff. Give me, like, give me, shield, give me like a shield, shielder the apocalypse and like shielder Zedek. Okay, of build okay, is what that kind of goes. Okay, with. yeah, mono so, black. Okay. So you're locking in yes. standard mono, mono black, black deck. Zero points, sir. Lies. Goose Ooh. egg. Lies. <laughs> Goose no, he's not. Egg. He's not lying. What? This is pioneer, baby. No. Pioneer. No. It's pioneer. With some blood-soaked champion, some deep cavern bat, and misery shadow, sir. I was so confident. Everybody's been talking about mono black and standard. I've seen shit like that, and I'm like, I'm going to talk myself. Because I the, didn't even the, talk myself into Pioneer with it. Uh, oh, I confidently that's guessed great. wrong. That's great. All right, so let's scroll on down to the next oh, one. Hold on, hold on. Do I get a little bit of a point? Because I, I mentioned nope. Shield of the no, Apocalypse. No, no, no. A lot of it's, these are in standard. Yeah, it's so also, it's also it's a pioneer. A it's a standard. What makes a pioneer? Let's take a look here. Smuggler's copter. Thotsies. Smuggler's copter is what makes Thotsies. <laughs> Mutavolt. Uh, Urborg. All right. Now, uh, the re- Damp and Sphere. Damp and sphere. The I mean, there's a lot of shit in there. You, you know? ready? Ready? I know. I the know. real one that's just going to fuck with them. Oh, God. This is it's going to fuck with them. This is a good one. You're not even. You don't even I, I know what was, the fuck to do. I was. Right I now. thought I was so confident with the the, the gicks there. Like you said, gicks. I'm like, I've been listening. People are talking standard right now because we're going into he the doesn't RCQ. Doesn't know what the fuck he's gonna do with RCQ this third one. No, I'm not no idea. Up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got a real treat for you here. Ooh, it's a treat. Real right. treat. 
Let's talk about some skull clamp. It went up 76%. It's a great card. Yep. And sitting at $12.98 as of Thursday. I think now, Dylan as of today, has it in the league. He drafted that now, card. This one, average price, that $12.98. Oh, okay. Market price, $5.67. European average, four euro 39 cents. Okay. Let's get into some all time low. All time low, $1.00. 49 cents. All-time high, $12.99. So of, is that his all-time note, high right now? Of note, no, $12.99 was the high as of January 5th. This was released on January 4th. Oh, yeah. so it's gone fourth. up. Fourth. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, no, sir. Fourth uh, and fourth. The average price is sitting at $12.98. Okay. Yeah. okay. Now, this does have a lot of printings. So it has the original commander. It has commander 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2020. Yep. It has Keep a Boulder's me. Gate battle or <laughs> Le- commander legend battle for Boulder's Gate. Uh, commander March of the Machines. Commander Brothers War. It has a Dark Steel version. It has a From the Vault, <coughs> From the Vault, exiled version. And it also has a mystery booster. It has a secret layer. It has the list version. <laughs> it has. Two different versions. Oh, the Surge Foil and the non-Surge Foil. The Warhammer. Uni- universes Beyond Warhammer 40K decks. This card's been around for a while. Let's just be honest. And I would like to point out as an additional tidbit for you. Ooh, tidbit. It has multiple links, unrelevant links. <laughs> <laughs> now, for one generic mana, you get an artifact equipment that reads... Equipped creature gets plus one, negative one. Whenever equipped creature dies, draw two cards. Equip cost one. It is legal in vintage. Commander, I'm not sure about Oathbreaker, <laughs> but it is banned <laughs> in Legacy and Modern. Yes. And also it was banned in Block Construct 2 at the time. So, good but sir. It's such a bad card. It reduces the toughness of the creature. Good sir. But you draw cards. Can you please... Name that format. I'm not ready for this shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you, MTG Stocks, for just lining these up perfectly to just fuck with Matt, by the way. I had, like, I went in this confident, full on one point, second one gets demolished, and now this one I'm questioning everything. (laughs) I'm going to go, oh, man. Oh, man. Is he going to go for the right answer? Is he going to go for the easy answer? Or is he going for the wrong answer? I don't know. Is he going to get it right? Is he going to talk himself out of it? Who well, knows? Okay, so I'm going to go, go, go off some context that I know here. We had Eternal Weekend last month, uh-huh. and uh, Vintage was uh-huh. a big thing in there. Uh-huh. Vintage is yeah. Yeah. usually is one of the cards. Get that. Thanks. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to the vintage portion, and I don't know if that means that there's like a skull clamp deck that uh-huh. is popular that is relatively cheaper vintage decks that I'm waiting for you to be done talking yourself into the right answer or out of the oh, right answer. You're fucking leading with that kind of a statement, sir. I'm waiting. I don't know what you're gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do either. Is this gonna be like some fucking off the wall format that I'm not aware of? Is this gonna be like gladiator? No, no it is not an off the wall format. I will tell you that. Oh, you're so so kind. Of, so, so it's not enough. gladiator. Okay, good. I was thinking that. It's like I'm gonna get because there's one time I got fucked over because it's like Dan Dan or whatever. <laughs> you did get fucked over on the Dan Dan. That was one. good. <laughs> oh my god. 
And I just sat there and I'm like, no matter what he says, he's not going to get yeah, it right. Not going to get it right. Not going to get it right, all right at all. Anyway, let's get back to whether you're right or wrong on this one. So it's going to be Vintage or Commander. Yep. It's one of those two. Possibly Oathbreaker, but <laughs> I, I don't, don't know for sure. <laughs> I, I feel like if, if you knew for sure, you'd be like, yes, it's Banded Oathbreaker because then you'd be making the comment. But since you don't know, it's not Oathbreaker that's moving this hey, card up and play. Or do I know an hey, early fucking I'll tell you right now. Not on the ban list for Oathbreaker. Okay, there okay, we go. There we go. <laughs> could be Oathbreaker too. Could I don't be know. Oathbreaker. What are the what are the commanders like? We have dinos that came out, merfolk that came out, vampires. Are vampires weak? Are vampires like, weak? Like are they X ones? No, listen. It doesn't have anything to do with being Home weak. Home slice. It Just did. Stop distracting him. I'm sorry. Answer the question. Format. Go. I'm gonna stick with my guns. Gonna stick with my convictions. I was talking into leg or vintage. Walking into vintage. Now, if this is going to be some like, do you have an idea of what kind of type of deck? Yeah, what's okay. the deck type then for vintage? So, uh, vintage does a lot of crazy things, and I think thirty seconds left on the clock. Thirty seconds left on the clock. Yep. Does it have something to do with like the uh, making a bunch of token token th- kind of? Thing? I'm not going to tell you until the end. Lock in your answer. For is the it? for this one, I'll let you be somewhat vague and like if you just go token deck, I'll I'll accept it. Okay. There's um. I don't think it's like green. Is it so token maverick? I'm gonna guess token green maverick deck where you just make a bunch so that's of your, that's your choice then? that's choice. Yeah, lock it in. Vintage maverick. Give the man zero points. He got zero. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it got. It, it, I mean, you do, you start digging a hole. You almost turn around and I, said, I, I, "I'm gonna get out of the hole." I want I want to point this. I want to point deeper. this out too. So it talks about it's banned and things. Okay. Do you know what format where Skull Clamp isn't banned? Commander! And Vintage. No, it just says Commander. Yeah. Right there. I know. <laughs> and no wonder that it sees quite some play there in decks that's <laughs> around... St- I'm not looking at you right now, I can't. <laughs> around strategies that play a lot of 1-1s, or even better, it creates expendable 1-1 creatures. Having a Skull Clamp on the battlefield makes sure that you can draw two. Quits yeah. repeatedly for one yeah. colorless man. Hey, <laughs> hey, I run this in my Tesserator deck too. It has a lot of good one with Thopters. Can we just can we just talk for a, a hot second here? A hot nope. fucking second. Nope. The fact that there's no relevant shit that has come out that has made this card move up. Yeah, there's. They they're showing you a card right there in the in the middle that came from the March Machines Commander deck, dummy. <laughs> it's not oh. new enough. It's within the last year. Hey, guess what? There's a lot of one one merfolks. There's a lot of one one vampires. Yeah, tokens. that's what I was saying. Well, that's relevant. It's not relevant in this fucking article. To Otherwise, qualify, I would have got the fucking standard to, one to right. Quali- to qualify for the second half a point, you need to get the first half a point correct. So you get zero points, sir. Yeah. Wow. One point. You got one for this week. Man, you're starting off 2024. Hey, you know week. You know what, Nat? It's okay. Next week it'll be my turn. So don't worry. All right, Anthony, while uh, Matt's sitting here dwelling <laughs> on his decisions Can I just and recuperating. Quick point recra- recap. Last season. Recap? Recap. Okay, uh, let's I recap w- it. I was at 1.5 points. <laughs> I did worse. One and a half points? <laughs> One and a half <laughs> You have done worse. done worse. So for, for last seasons, because now it's going to be your seasons we're going to start doing, what was the breakdown of last year's season for first to you? Okay, so... I... <laughs> <laughs> Got okay. him. So, uh, first place, we have Yeah. With 2.25 points. Nice. Yeah. Then we had 
Casey and Anthony coming in second for a solid two points. Woo! Uh, me coming in at one and a half points, and Danny coming in at one point. Yeah, we don't count, Danny. You're last place. Yeah, Danny doesn't ever play anyways. It's only the three he of us. He doesn't like playing the game. He doesn't want to play the game. You know what? You know what? I'm I'm going to give you a little bit of cred here. Okay, a little bit of cred. Oh are you gonna? You, t- are you telling me I gotta remark my paper here? Just put a point one after it. One point one. One point one. You get a one point. You get a point one. Good for you. Ten percent. Just for you. For being I'll, you. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you will because that point one might leak you ahead just a little bit. Or Garrett might just take it away Honestly, for fun of it. I'm definitely a little tilted at the fact that it's like they're showing the locust god taste of Karlov as the reason for skull clap. Like what? Death triggers. Multiple drive cards. It would make more sense if they're like, hey, there's like a surprising new amount of people coming into Commander right now, and people understand this card is actually a pretty good They card. just picked the most popular cards for that stuff. Danny, Anyways. That, that point one is for Matt, not for you, buddy. But let's talk about some cheap pickups. Anthony, right. while, while Matt is cheap stewing here, pickups. you go All ahead right. and talk them. We I'm got more, I'm more mad about the, the first the one. Yeah, we know. You silly. All right. We got Intruder Alarm, which is moving up from $2.21. This is the new Fabled Stories or whatever. They, the Enchanted Tales. There yeah, it is. Yeah. Enchanted Tales Showcase alternate art version that came out of uh, Wilds of Eldraine. Thank you to myself. Uh, this was one that was notified on the prominent good old MTG Stocks Premium Penny Stocks feature card of the week of Uptrend. Uh, just so everybody knows. So, yes, if you want to get yourself some intruder alarms, you should grab some. We also have Blood Gas, which is moving down to $4.30. This is the Commander version from the new Commander deck uh, with an alternate art to it. So, you know, if you're a Blood Gas fan, pick this different one up. And then we have Sword of War and Peace, which is stabilizing around $6.34. And this is the one out of the Double Masters 2022 version. So, they're your cheap pickups. Well, since it was already kind of talked about earlier, yeah. uh, we've got this wonderful resource called TCG Sniper that can help you identify when cars are moving up and down in price. You can get notifications, and there's the end of it. Pretty much. Garrett, make sure you use it. I will have to. <laughs> you can use them for uh, the, the secret Sealed layer. product. That's, the secret layer. That's what we're getting. Hey, also mention that we know them, so we get yeah. the three months free. <laughs> All right, cool. Get to the ending. Okay. You ruined this for me. We do could get, have set this up nicely. Do you guys have anything else you want to add to this before we hit the outro? Suck it, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. For the next, for the rest of the year, stop dropping the ball so hard. <laughs> or in your case, the puck. Hey, he, here's a very commander relevant card. Yeah. Where multiple printings are in commander. Yeah. Next time I, you're on the. Get it. Next time you're on the ice, I dare maybe you should cool off a bit before I, you I go. I dare by. you to say it's anything but commander. Learn how to stop the dare. I accepted the dare. (laughs) And I ate crow. Hardcore. So good. Uh. It's like, yes, I know it's good at Commander. Everybody knows it's good at Commander, but as far as the fuck is moving on, that's like, maybe it's it's because there's a vintage deck that uses it or something. I don't know. If you don't know, there clearly is not. I don't follow vintage. I'm just saying, if you didn't know for sure, you probably shouldn't have gone with that choice. Stick with your gut. Thank you to you legendary magic folk. <laughs> We're making it to the end of episode 214 of This Week in MTG. First one of 2024. Starting strong, baby. 
as we wrap up another episode, we want to extend our deepest gratitude to our incredible listeners and Patreons. Your enthusiasm fuels our passion for all things magic, and we're honored to be a part of this vibrant community. Stay tuned for more exciting updates, discussions, and insights in the world of magic. Until then, may your mana be plentiful, your draws ever favorable. Keep gathering those magical moments, and fuck Skull Clamp. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! Talking about little daddy.